Hello and welcome back to the Winging It Life podcast. Today I am sat recording this outside in my garden. The weather is absolutely beautiful and therefore I am in rather splendid mood. Um, I don't know about you guys but I'm definitely, definitely one of those people that is in the greatest of moods in summer and in the worst of moods in winter. So today is a good day. I'm very happy with my, my setup. Um, today I'm going to be talking about something that I'm, I was inspired by by an Instagram post and it's a post that I've actually put on the Winging It Life Instagram account and that quote is nothing changes if nothing changes. Now I don't know about you but something such a s- simple sentence has actually had quite a big impact on me and it's really got me thinking to you know thinking back at all the different paths and steps I've taken in my life and what I think have you know been potentially big changes in my life but when I sit and analyze it actually was I just making the same decisions over and over again um so to give you some context I have always been as, as you know I'm always thinking in the future or was I was always thinking in the future so whenever I met a goal it was always immediately going on to the next goal so as I said in my last podcast if you haven't listened to it already you know once I got my first job it was then about getting my next job once I got a pay rise it was about getting the next pay rise once it was meeting the you know a certain age milestone it was about getting the next milestone so to me I've always thought that I'm not scared of change and that I'm constantly changing because I'm constantly trying to adapt I'm constantly trying to push forward but I got thinking about a recent situation that I had around my work life Um, so I've always been a hard worker Um, I'm always the person that will stay late if I need to get something done I'm always the person that you know if someone someone in the team has let the team down I'll fix it so and that's because I I enjoy work I enjoy working hard I enjoy being in positions of I don't want to say positions of power but I enjoy being the person making the decisions rather than the person that's being told what to do maybe it's a problem that I have with authority that's something I've only just thought about that's something we can delve into potentially down later um, subjects But yes, I have always been making decisions to change my circumstances and a lot of that is changing things for the better or getting more money or getting more, um, a bigger house or, you know, getting more knowledge. So I've always thought that I am not afraid of change and that I'm also constantly changing. I'm also a Scorpio. Um, and if you're not into horoscopes, I do apologise. But if you are into horoscopes, you'll know that Scorpios are known for their constant, I guess, rebirths. So redefining who they are, redefining what they do. I think the symbol for a Scorpio is the phoenix. So obviously a bird kind of um, being reborn from the flames. So to me, change is exciting. Um, I get bored very easily. 
you know, I've never lived in a house longer than three years. And that is mainly due to the fact that I moved around a lot as a kid. But, you know, in uni, I was always, I moved every year throughout uni. So that's obviously a lot. And then I think the last house that we lived in was three and a half years. And we've just moved um, in the last year to a lovely new house. But as soon as I moved in, as I said in my last episode, I'm, I'm always looking for the next house. Anyway, this is a very long way of saying that I think or I thought that I like change. I wasn't afraid of change. And so originally I posted this quote, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes, thinking that I lived by that rule or that mantra or whatever you call it. But going back to my the context of my recent work situation. So a part of the reason that I am on this journey of living in the now and trying to be happy with what I have, um, aside from, you know, my fertility struggles, which is still a big factor, but one of many factors I am coming to realise on my research into my personal growth. But one of the factors was that I got absolute burnout. I crashed. I was like crying every single day in the office, at home, on the way to the office. And like, I'm not a crier and I, I'm not emotional as many people will testify by. I'm very logical thinker if I do have emotions I very much go away process them by myself maybe scream into a pillow and then come back out and pretend I'm not bothered um not healthy that's something else we'll delve into another time but yeah I was absolutely floored by this complete burnout and basically I was working 12 to 14 hour days every day under immense pressure, not feeling good enough, still trying to prove myself, you know, being upset that I hadn't been recognised for a promotion even though I was working myself into a complete utter state. I wasn't sleeping, I was dreaming about work, I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning with that horrible heart pounding anxiety that, you know, can only happen when you just have no headspace to process even the smallest things like the smallest thing just feels like the biggest thing and you know if you were at the time it felt like the absolute end of the world it got to the point where I was I basically rang a helpline and got um, an emergency therapist because I couldn't function I I was I couldn't have conversations at home or like I'd kind of be in the conversation but my brain was thinking about work so I actually didn't process what was being talked about so either I either just didn't respond to the whole conversation or kind of started it and then just kind of tuned out and never replied or I couldn't remember the conversation that we'd had you know if we'd made a plan this is between me and my husband for example if we made a plan one day I just had no recollection of that conversation because my brain wasn't focusing on the conversation my brain was back at work my brain was 
back on, I should really be checking my emails. My brain was, you know, is this client going to come back to me at 11 o'clock at night? Should I just not go to bed? Should I just stay up and just wait for them to reply? I mean, a lot of this, I mean, clients are bloody unreasonable sometimes. I mean, one client, for example, I was going on a shoot one day. This is an aside. I realise it's definitely nothing to do with the quote. It's more of a a moan. But I was going on a shoot one day. The shoot was starting at 6am. I had to get in the car at 5am. I'd sent a final script over for amends um, the night before. Bear in mind, being the most proactive person you will ever meet, this script had been written two weeks before but just hadn't been looked at. So I'd sent amends over for the final script to be reviewed I checked my emails at five, I checked my emails at six, I checked my emails at eight and nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, Then I did get an email at 10, which I picked up and I made the changes and then I printed it all out in big so I could have kind of this fake auto cue for the talent that was on the shoot. And then (laughs) when I checked my emails at eight o'clock in the morning after the shoot had been going on for about three hours the client had changes but it was too late I just had to go with it but just to give you context of the type of anxiety that I was dealing with and this was relentless and that was just one client I had about 10 um anyway so what was my point yes so I was in complete burnout so I you know, looked myself in the mirror, realised I was a complete state. I would come out of um, meetings crying. I would cry mid-meeting. I would cry on the way on the train to work. I'd read an email and cry. It was just a nightmare. It was just awful. So anyway, I signed myself off for three days to try and sort myself out um, because I realised I just couldn't process anything and even if I broke the tasks down into small chunks about what I need to do they just seemed so minimal and the problems were just so they weren't problems but I was just so in such a place of anxiety and rock bottom and I was exhausted everything just felt like the end of the world so anyway I did something completely out of character and got on with this therapist and you know talked about where I was obviously cried a lot on the phone with this therapist and they asked me the question so what would happen if you didn't check your emails after six and I was like well you know I might miss something I might miss a deadline I might um get in trouble at work the next day and they were like okay well what's the worst thing that could happen And I was like, well, I guess the worst thing that can happen is that I don't look very capable at my job. And they were like, well, what's so bad about that on this one occasion? And the more we delved into it, I realised it was obviously unrealistic expectations at work. But actually, the root cause was me. (laughs) The root cause was I had this mentality of... I need to be the best. I need to be the one that's the most reliable. I need to pick this up. And it had been a pattern that I'd repeated my whole life. So every time I got to a point in a job where I felt like it was ready to go and move on, I would find a job that had even more pressure to it to get that next step up and even more pressure. So 
I was basically searching for this pressure. No one was emailing me being like, why haven't you picked this up? It was something that I was, it was a pressure I was putting on myself. And everyone, because I'd, you know, I'd set this um, expectation of me, it was really hard to break that. So if I wasn't checking my emails at eight o'clock, I felt like I wasn't working hard enough. But no one was like, no one was checking with whether if I was working at eight o'clock. Obviously, the work wouldn't get done if I hadn't. But no one was like, you need to be online at eight o'clock to check this email. No one was giving me a hard time. I just worked myself up into this absolute state um, and crashed. So... I made a really big decision. I decided that I wanted to do something completely different. Um, And it took a while to get to this decision. So I'll keep going with my story because I realise I'm jumping around. Can you tell I haven't planned this one out like I did um, on the first episode? But I started looking for new jobs because I was like, I have set a precedent in this job that I can't break. I can't suddenly go from being this person that's online all the time to somebody who only does the nine till six and sets boundaries because you can't really, you can't go back once you've reached a certain, you know, once you go a certain way at work. So, you know, I made a decision that it was time to move on and time to find a new job. So what did I do? I started to apply for jobs that were a step up, a big step up. Um, More money, probably more pressure. But I was like, you know, this time I'm going to set a boundary and make sure that I get, you know, I find this work-life balance that I need to be able to stabilise my, I guess, my mental health. Um, And... I did lots of interviews, I was pushing myself, I was doing all this work and then prepping for interviews, um, writing interview decks, you know, it's quite it's quite a full-time job in itself looking for new jobs, to be honest. Um, but what I found was I was getting myself all worked up again because then I was worrying about the interviews and worrying about whether my strategy was good enough for this interview, worried about would I get found out about interviewing. So I took a step back and I was like, okay, I'm going to change jobs. That is something that I am going to do no matter what. But what do I want from this job? Okay, I want to obviously still feel like I'm working hard and I'm achieving something and I'm working towards my goals. I can't have any movement on my salary because I've just got, you know, a new mortgage that was double the mortgage that I had before so I need to be obviously be able to pay that mortgage I want to be able to live the life that I've been living so I don't want to have to cut back on any of my spending or cut back on any of my holidays etc but what do I want I want to have um brain capacity to think I want to go somewhere where I can set those boundaries from the beginning. I want somewhere where I do have a work-life balance. I want somewhere that I don't have a three-hour commute daily. 
You know, maybe I want something a little closer to home. Maybe, just maybe, I want to work for someone who can teach me things. Maybe I go down a route where, okay, I'm not kind of bottom of the pack, but I have someone who I can learn from and who can guide me who you know can help me make decisions rather than someone who just left me to make decisions so this is for the first time in my life of moving jobs and changing where I work and changing my environment that I'd actually taken a step back and reviewed what it was that I actually wanted from this and then I only applied for jobs that could give me that and then the next thing that I did was in interviews I was really clear about what I wanted from my next job so normally in an interview you're trying really hard to impress the interviewer so you'll say you know I'll work extra hours I work blooming hard etc 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 I was really clear about what I wanted from this job and I kind of made the people interviewing me try and sell the job to me um which was actually really satisfying but it's the first time I'd actually taken this step to change my approach in how I went about my next move um and then I found myself at a junction because I actually found this job that I'd written down that I wanted, I found. Um, it was at, well, it's actually the job I have now. <laughs> so I'm going to have to be careful about what I say. But it was basically the perfect job. It's the job I'd written. It's close to home. So it was a 20 minute drive. So I wouldn't need to take a train. A 20 minute drive. It was with this, you know, really, really nice guy who basically, when we were talking, completely related to everything I was saying about my burnout you know I felt so relaxed with this guy about talking about where I was in my life what I wanted from life where I was at in terms of my burnout and rebuilding myself um and he he bought it he supported it and he offered me a job um and then I then I got offered my other dream job now this would be the dream job of the the dream job if I were to look at it nothing changes nothing changes right so this is the the stereotypical next move it was a strategy director role at a really really prominent agency in London um it was basically the other if I were to write the perfect job description for me for my next step it was that, right? So then I hit this crossroads where I could go down path number one, which would normally be my autopilot path of the next step, the next move, the next promotion. But it would still come with most likely. And by the way, I met about 20 people in this company. Everyone seemed lovely. Everyone talked about the amazing work-life balance. But there was something in my gut that said it's still the hustle and bustle. I'll probably still have to work 
hard work harder I'll probably still get that anxiety that I just had and crashed with so that was route one or route two was to go down a path that I hadn't taken before it wasn't the obvious choice it was the choice of what I wanted or what I said to myself that I wanted but it was a different choice if that makes sense so after a lot of thinking and a lot of deliberation I kind of I looked in the mirror and basically said to myself well nothing will change if nothing changes I'm going to move my job that is a constant that's happening but am I going down the path that I this new path that has so much potential to change the cycle I've been in pretty much my whole working career Or am I going to go take the path of, well, I guess the path of least resistance, the the path that I'm used to, which is kind of the next step up um, at at these big London agencies. And I stuck to my guns. I went down the path that you wouldn't expect me to choose. I went to the path I left London. I've gone to a lovely boutique agency that it's not just... Also, it's not just social media, it's actually web builds and SEO. Again, ventures I've not been down before. And it was scary and it was, um, I wasn't sure if it was the right move. I obviously had my doubts, but I can honestly say it's the best thing I've ever done because I've found myself, well, I haven't found myself again (laughs) yet. I'm still on that journey, but I am so proud of myself for pushing myself out of my comfort zone not into something harder but into something different and I kind of have found that work-life balance you know I'm leaving work most of the time on time I still have an evening it means I'm not absolutely drained and exhausted at the end of the day to the point where I can make a plan after work I can go to the gym after work. I'm having a conversation with my husband and remembering it. You know, I'm I'm cooking a meal and remembering all the ingredients. And so back to, I guess, the whole point of this long story, which I don't know is might be really boring for you. But that quote, nothing changes if nothing changes. It's not just about, you know changing your hair or changing your environment or changing your makeup or changing your clothes it's about making real changes to your habits and your patterns and breaking cycles and you know it could just be something as simple as when you leave the office you just don't check your emails and you break that pattern of checking your emails at night if it's to do with friendships and toxic friendships, it could be, you know, if someone texts you and it annoys you, you you just ignore it and you don't reply. Or, if you normally would ignore it, you reply saying, do you know what, you've really annoyed me. I think that was completely out of order. So it's about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but not to put yourself into a different situation, but to put yourself in a situation that is breaking a cycle and honestly it's so liberating if you 
break through it and and just make that change no matter how small the change it puts you on a new direction a new trajectory and a new kind of way forward you're not stuck in this frustrating cycle of things never ending you do something and change the path and head to a new direction so yeah that's 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 the podcast for today I don't know if you can tell that I didn't write any notes or um jot anything down that I wanted to get across but you know it is called the winging it life so I thought why not try something for the second episode and literally wing it um but yeah that is kind of what I wanted to get across nothing changes if nothing changes make those changes that break the cycle of where you're at no matter how small it is and honestly I I honestly feel like a big weight has lifted off my shoulders there's there's a real freedom in making the decision that wasn't expected of me um, and I'm proud of myself you know it's baby steps it's baby steps who knows what this other job would have had in store for me I'm sure you know I'm sure it would have been great but I'm just I made a decision to do something different, do something out of the norm, break my cycles, and honestly, absolutely no regrets. So that is the end of today's podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's given you some inspiration. I know it's a bit career focused, but you know, better than going down the fertility route, which I was doing last time. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do at wingingit underscore pod, um, or you can follow the hashtag wingingitlifepod. I'd love to hear from you and, you know, some of your situations, some of the things you're trying out, some maybe life-changing advice that you might have had recently um, that you want to share or let me try. Um, Okay, that's it. I'm going to sign off and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening.